Hi, guys, it's Dr. Sadaf, and I would love for you to like and share this podcast and make sure you leave me a review. I'd love those five stars. So please, when you send me a review, please make sure to put the five stars in and to share the episode with somebody that you know that could really use it. And I would absolutely appreciate it. Also, if you're looking to schedule an appointment with me, make sure you go to my email and put your name on the email list. You will be the first to know when I open up my office in spring of 2024. It's drsadaf.com. And last but definitely not the least, September 16th to the 23rd, 2024, I will be hosting a retreat with Dr. Basma Ferris in Morocco. You will be getting yoga and coaching and we'll be doing excursions and cooking and spa and hammam and all of that great stuff along with meditation. So make sure you don't miss out. Spots are limited. So go to the link in my bio in both Instagram and TikTok to make sure you register. Enjoy the show. I am an American board certified OBGYN, a mom, a Muslim, and I'm talking about sex. This is the Muslim Sex Podcast. Welcome to the Muslim Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sada Flody, and this episode is everything you need to know about vaginismus. But before I get into it, I just want to make clear that I'm not giving any type of medical advice. So if you're having any issues, please speak with your healthcare provider. And of course, this is definitely not religious advice. So if you have any questions about your religion, please speak with your friendly neighborhood religious leader. It is the Muslim Sex Podcast because... I am a Muslim woman that talks about sex. So this episode is going to be done by yours truly. And I am going to talk about vaginismus. I know we've talked about vaginismus a few times. And the reason why I think it's really important is because I think it affects a lot of women. And the thing is, is that there's a lot of shame and stigma associated with vaginismus. And so I just want to kind of break it down a little bit. I also want to give different types of therapies and modalities that somebody can use and really how it impacts women. So oftentimes vaginismus is a problem that uh, results only after especially in a lot of the Muslim communities after somebody gets married, right? Because a lot of times, well, we are, as Muslims, we're not supposed to have um, relationships or sex outside of marriage. And so oftentimes we don't see it until after somebody gets married. And so just to kind of go over once again, what exactly is vaginismus? So it's basically the body's automatic or reflexive reaction to the fear of some type of vaginal penetration that may happen. So it could be, you know, due in anticipation of uh, an exam by your healthcare provider. It could be due to um, trying to insert a tampon in. It could be due to uh, the anticipation of fear due to penile vaginal intercourse. And any of those things could result in your the muscles surrounding the vagina to tighten up on their own. And so it's just a reflex response that happens. And most of the time you don't have any control over it because what happens is that your mind just kind of takes over your body. And we know, as you've heard in a lot of my episodes, that the brain is the biggest sexual organ that we have, right? But if your brain is already anticipating pain, then the muscles that are surrounding the vagina are going to react and they're going to tighten up. 
it doesn't necessarily affect your ability to get aroused or enjoy other types of sexual contact. But oftentimes women that suffer from this tend to experience feel as if they're, you know, their partner is hitting a wall or that they feel so frustrated or perhaps embarrassed or ashamed that they're not able to have penile vaginal intercourse. Uh, there are two types. So there can be some women that normally have been able to have intercourse and now for one reason or another are not able to have it anymore. Or there is primary for when a woman experiences pain every time something is entered into the vagina, including uh, penetrative sex, or it could be, you know, an exam, or it could be a tampon that they're trying to insert. Most recently, I actually had a patient come in and she was um, 48 years old. She had had two previous uh, children, vaginal deliveries, and really never had this problem. And then all of a sudden, she's going through perimenopause. And now she starts experiencing these symptoms of where her muscles around her vagina are starting to tighten up. And she's experiencing this, what we call secondary vaginismus. And she's not really you know, sure why she's going through it. And it's so interesting because um, she came to me uh, as a referral from another doctor and she came in just with the diagnosis of pain with sex. And you know, there can be several reasons of why somebody has pain with uh, penile vaginal intercourse, but uh, nobody actually sat down with her to go over, you know, what could be causing the problem? When did it start? How long has it been going on? You know, what are the things that uh, causes or um, cause these, this type of reaction to happen within her body? So really interesting. And then I'll get into now just a little bit more of kind of what happens, what can cause it, you know, what are the modalities to treat it. So uh, there are so many causes of vaginismus that can incorporate both physical and psychological. Physical can be some type of traumatic experience. So it could be perhaps some abuse or trauma, maybe even trauma during childbirth could be um, medical conditions such as recurrent bladder infections, recurrent yeast infections that have caused this vulvar tissue to become so tender and really irritated with all of these chronic infections. It could be chronic pain syndrome like endometriosis that could cause it. Uh, of course, you know, assault in the past, it could be a painful exam or an experience that patient has had, an unpleasant um, sexual experience, a fear of penetration. It could also be a fear of abuse. It could be a fear of getting pregnant or also thoughts, right? A lot of times we know that with vaginismus, uh, we can have thoughts that sex is wrong, shameful or dirty. And so because of that, those thoughts interacting with, you know, kind of what we're thinking at the time, it can result in your body reacting, right? So if you're thinking those thoughts, and then the feelings of guilt and shame come about, then you're going to the muscles uh, are going to act and those muscles will start to tighten up. And then that'll cause reaction uh, vaginismus. Um, of course, we know that this is not a complete list, and there could be several other reasons why somebody may be experiencing vaginismus, but this is just kind of a little sample of what might be some of the reasons. Of course, what are the symptoms? So 
sometimes patients will ask, you know, well, those typically that are experiencing vaginismus know what the symptoms are, but for those people that have never experienced vaginismus, they be they may be wondering, well, what exactly are the symptoms? And so oftentimes the symptoms are painful intercourse and with or any type of pain that is associated with inserting something into the vagina. It can be the example that I gave before was, you know, something hitting a wall. Uh, so when you're trying to insert something into the vagina, it could be as if, you know, you're, you're entering a wall or you're starting to hit a wall. Uh, women that have vaginismus have pain or discomfort, like I said, with staying, having a, a tampon inserted or, you know, when they insert it themselves or when they do have a pelvic exam in a doctor's office, a lot of times we'll see this in patients and, doesn't just have to do with conservative communities. It can be just the way that perhaps you grew up or, you know, the thoughts or the ideas that were relayed to you regarding sex or intercourse. And that, that could be the reason why you're having these, um, these symptoms of the muscles tightening up and making it so uncomfortable for you to have any type of penetration. A lot of times how this is diagnosed is really just like a taking a good thorough exam, right? And for me, for this patient that I recently saw is I, you know, of course asked her permission before I did anything. And I asked her if it was okay if I did a speculum exam and she said, okay at first, but then when I tried to insert the speculum inside, she started to experience pain. So then we stopped. And then the same thing when um, I tried to do an exam on her, uh, just with my hands and um, with my finger rather, and she, same thing. She started to experience pain right at the onset of when I started to do the exam. So for me, it was uh, pretty obvious what the problem was. And so then I had to do a lot of education to help inform the patient and let her know what exactly was happening to her. Um, so a lot of times when people experience vaginismus, you know, of course, not only are they uh, oftentimes they're really embarrassed because they're not able to consummate their weddings um, or there may be a lot of guilt. Perhaps they feel, you know, they should be able to do this and they're not able to do it. Perhaps they feel that, um, you know, this is their fault. They're not able to uh, pleasure their partner. And so, you know, most women that experience this would like to know, and especially if it's troubling to them, if it's bothersome to them, then they want to know, how can I go about fixing this and getting this uh, treated? So a lot of it has to do with working with your body. So if your body is already experiencing a lot of pain uh, upon penetration, you know, where do we start from there? So what we'll do a lot of times is we'll refer you to a pelvic floor therapist. And the reason why that's important is because a pelvic floor therapist will work with different dilators. So they'll start with the smallest and then slowly work their way up so that you're able to tolerate some type of penetration without pain. And so that is definitely one modality that we use. So it's used in conjunction with um, assessing you. So first and foremost, we'll examine you. We'll do a complete physical exam, examine your vulva region, uh, the vagina, if we're able to, uh, if it doesn't cause you too much pain, and then also refer you to a pelvic floor therapist. But 
really the key, key component of this, not only is it working with vaginal dialers, but it's also working with a therapist, right? So it could be working with either a sex therapist or a sex coach that can help you to assess, you know, what are the thoughts and the feelings that come about anytime you're trying to have vaginal intercourse and how can you work through those? The psychosocial uh, therapy, the sex therapist therapy that I'm talking about really aims to help you understand and change your feelings about your body and also about sexual intercourse. A lot of education goes into this as well, as well as teaching patients about their anatomy and the different parts of their anatomy and the muscles that tighten up and where they're located. So a lot of that education also has to be done by the practitioners so that the patients really understand and have a good grasp of why this is happening. Techniques such as mindfulness are super, super important. And we talk a little bit about this. And I and I love sensate focus. So sensate focus really is a modality that a lot of sex therapists use. And I love it because it's a technique that's used to improve intimacy and communication between partners. It really is not a goal-oriented therapy. What it is, it's done so that you reduce any type of sexual performance anxiety, and it serves as a modality for patients and for their partners to get used to sensations, right? So perhaps a sensation of like, pressure and touch and and what that feels like. The idea behind Sensate Focus is that it allows the couple to relax and be mindful of the sensual touching experience without being weighed down by preconceived ideas of what should happen. And really, Sensate Focus is described as mindful touching. So really, you're, you're doing it for your own sake, for your own pleasure. It's not really for the pleasure of the other person. And just so that you can get used to another person's body. And really, you can even start this with yourself, getting used to your own body, and then moving on to your partner. It's not done for any type of goal, such as achieving orgasm or getting the other person aroused or anything like that. It's not for that. It's really just to get used to the sensation of touch, pressure, texture, all of those things. And that's why I like it for patients that may have experienced trauma or abuse and just to get used to the idea of, of touching. And that's why that I feel is really important. Sex coaching. So really, what is a sex coach and how could they possibly help for something like this, right? So again, like I mentioned, vaginismus has to do with the anatomical component of the muscles becoming tight, but it also has a huge component with the psychological aspect of the fear, the guilt, the shame that may be associated with penile vaginal intercourse or any type of penetration. So what this sex coach may do for you is really talk to you about the feelings that arise and and where they arise in your body and how they show up and how can you go from thoughts that you had that were very sex negative to a sex neutral position and then eventually to sex positivity because doing a whole 180 degree shift is very difficult for really anyone and so just to go to a point of neutrality to start with is very, very important. And so a sex coach can also help to 
resolve or help you with emotional and relationship issues that may be triggering the vaginismus symptoms. And that's why that is so important. So remember, a coach is always somebody that helps you move forward in whatever goals that you have. It could be, you know, a life coach helps you move forward in your life, wherever you may be stuck. A sex coach really does the same where, you know, wherever you may be stuck in, say, in your relationship, in your intimacy, right? How do you move forward from that? A sex therapist is great because they help to unpack the things that may have happened in the past and any type of trauma or abuse that may have happened in the past so that you can help resolve that. But how do you move forward from where you are to where you can achieve that penetration, hopefully without pain and without those muscles tightening up, you may require a coach that can help you to work through your feelings, work through your thoughts so that the same things don't happen in your body when you start to become intimate with your partner. Um, you could also also try pelvic floor exercises where you squeeze and release those muscles um, that are involved what we call the Kegel exercises uh, to gain control of those vaginal muscles and see if those help. And oftentimes, the pelvic floor therapist would also make sure that you're using the proper muscles that you need to to help get control so that you no longer experience those symptoms of uh, vaginismus of that tightening. Sometimes we even use Botox in that area to help relax those muscles if those muscles are super, super tight, right? So, but that's usually not the first modality. The first modality is usually dilators that we use usually with a pelvic floor therapist to help you get used to the sensation of something being inside. So that's uh, typically what happens you know, as I mentioned, sensate focus is oftentimes used. Um, again, as using a sex coach, you know, sex coach is having a sex coach and using one really uses a holistic approach that can address the various triggers that you may have that result in the vaginismus. It's also combining the psychological with the physiological and talking about what's going on so that you can move forward in your relationship. I think that oftentimes women have, there's a lot of stigma associated with this. And especially if a patient has not been able to consummate their wedding, right? There's a lot of stigma and a lot of pressure from families for that. And also to have children. There've been uh, studies that have been done on people that have not been able to consummate made their weddings for years. And it could be like six years, 10 years. I know of a patient that um, had mentioned that she was never able to consummate her wedding and in fact, had to use IVF to have her two children so that um, she could have children because she was just never able to have intercourse on her own. So all of those things are really, really important and can sometimes affect your relationship also. There's also been cases where unconsummated marriages can result in divorce. So if this is something that, you know, you are experiencing or find that or know somebody that may be too embarrassed to reach out, you know, I implore you to definitely reach out to your provider and talk to them about this reach out to a sex coach that can help you talk your way through this and to help you to move forward in your relationship so that you may have some type of uh, physical intimacy that you want some type of penetration so that it's not painful and so that your muscles don't tighten up every time you decide to become intimate with your partner. 
Sex coaching also uses cognitive behavioral therapy. So what exactly is that? Cognitive behavioral therapy is a type of psychotherapy that helps you become aware of some type of thoughts that you may be having, some inaccurate or negative thoughts that you think about, and then you actually challenge those thoughts and you wonder like, are these thoughts actually serving me? Are they not serving me? And if they're not serving me, how can I change these thoughts to actually serve me so that they empower me and allow me to make my own decisions instead of your body just taking over? I think what happens a lot of times is that people will think that, you know, we have so many thoughts that go through our head, right? And that we we will almost become paralyzed because we'll think that, you know, we don't have any control over these thoughts. But what I would have you think is that we have the control over our thoughts and that we can change our thoughts. And really the thoughts that we have are up to us. They don't have to happen to us. We can create our thoughts. So if we're having thoughts that are not serving us and that are resulting in vaginismus, then we can try to change those thoughts so that we don't experience vaginismus. Now, I'm not saying that this is going to happen overnight, right? Nothing happens overnight. But I think with practice and with a few weeks of working with a coach and also with a therapist that eventually you'll be able to have penile vaginal intercourse if that's something that you want without pain. And that is really the goal is, you know, we work with what your goals are as providers, we are always concerned about what you want. And so if you desire to have, uh, be able to have penetrative vaginal intercourse, then, you know, we work with you to achieve your goals so that it impacts you in your relationship and, you know, gets you the kind of pleasure that you want. And, um, and it's something that's really important to you. So, you know, really important for you to find a provider that takes your thoughts and your concerns seriously so that they can help you. And so again, just to quickly follow up on what cognitive behavioral therapy is, just that it's therapy that focuses on your, perhaps your inaccurate or your negative views and challenges those views so that you can clearly uh, respond to situations without the negative feelings that you may be associating with the situation that you're in, right? So um, in this case, it would be how is your body reacting when you're in an intimate situation? And how can you change your thoughts? And that's why mindfulness and sensate focus is so important, because it really forces you to be present in your own body and present in the situation so that if you start to have those negative thoughts, you can acknowledge them, but you don't have to act on them. And you can just tell them that, you know, I, see, I acknowledge that I'm having these negative thoughts, but I know that I can change my thoughts. And I know that if I change my thoughts and become more present in the situation that I'm in right now, my body will follow. And then I won't have those tight, that tightness in the muscles that surround the vagina. And of course, you're working with a pelvic floor therapist at the same time, you're working with dialers. So you're doing all of the things, but you know, a huge component for vaginismus is the psychological component. And the cognitive behavioral therapy can also help you to change and unlearn some dysfunctional patterns of thinking and behavior. So it's really, really important that you know you work with somebody that understands what cognitive behavioral therapy is and help you with your thoughts. 
And that is really the most important thing about vaginismus. So for vaginismus, working with a pelvic floor therapist, working with a physician that can examine you and make sure you don't have recurrent infections or recurrent really recurrent infections or anything anatomical that could be causing you to experience pain every time you have intercourse and also working with either a sex coach or a sex therapist would be the modality that I would recommend for somebody that experiences vaginismus and then is looking for a way forward to move forward in their lives. And well, that's it. So it has been real and really intimate and make sure that you like and share this episode. If you liked it, please tag me and let me know that you watched it. DM me on Instagram or TikTok and let me know that you listened to this episode and tell me what you think. And if you're experiencing vaginismus, make sure you go and get evaluated with your healthcare provider and or seek out help with a provider that can address all of your issues and perhaps even a sex coach that can help help you to move forward in your relationship. And until next time, this is the Muslim Sex Podcast. So thank you for listening to the podcast and make sure you leave us a review, share and like the podcast. And if you leave me a review, I'd love to shout you out on social media. So be sure that you share it with all your friends and thanks for listening.